My mom's in town from Chicago, so I'm cooking a special dinner for her with all of her faves. That's good. <laughs> Some creamy chicken paprikash, my warm and chewy egg dumplings, spetzel, sauteed zucchini with my walnut pesto, and I'm topping it off with some deliciously cute Paula hedgehogs. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. Paula is hands down one of my favorite breads in the world. Today, I'm turning it into cute as a button hedgehogs, which will have a sweet pecan filling. They're fluffy, gooey on the inside, and totally adorable. To get started, I'll get a quarter cup of sugar, and then I'm gonna add three and a quarter cups of all-purpose flour, and I'm gonna keep my flour standing by to add more to dust it as needed, and a teaspoon of kosher salt. I'll whisk this to combine, and then I'll mix up my wet ingredients, all right? Now for my wet ingredients, I'll crack two eggs into a separate bowl. Hala has to have eggs. It gives the dough that signature richness. And then I'll add a third of a cup of oil. I'm using a flavorless oil here. Good hala recipes have a fair amount of sugar and oil so that they're extra rich and sweet. And I'll whisk this to combine. Now I have my egg mixture, my dry ingredients, and I also have some active dry yeast proofing in one and a half cups of water with a teaspoon of sugar, because yeast loves sugar. It's foamy now, and so it's ready to add. And now I'll stir this and get it kneading. And you can do this by hand or with a stand mixer. I'll let this go for about seven to 10 minutes until it's smooth and slightly sticky. I'll add a little flour if it seems too sticky, but I want to be careful not to add too much, otherwise the challah could dry out. All right, this dough looks beautiful. It's so soft, it's still a little bit sticky, which is what I want it to be. Oh, I could just play with this all day. Okay, I'm gonna stretch this into a ball. Gorgeous, and I'll grab a clean bowl. I'll add a little oil to the bottom of the bowl so that the dough doesn't stick. I'll zhuzh it around and get the dough all coated in that oil. Flip it over. And now I'm gonna cover it with plastic wrap and let it rise for about two hours or until it's doubled in size. While my dough rises, I'll make my pecan filling. It's sweet and mapley, and it's a great texture inside of the fluffy challah. To get started, I'll get a quarter cup of softened butter. And this is really soft because I'm mixing it by hand. And then I'm gonna add three quarters of a cup of sugar and I'll just mash this together with my spatula. Next, I'll season it with a pinch of salt and I'll flavor it with some vanilla. It goes so nicely with pecans. And I'm gonna add an egg white to hold the filling together so that it doesn't leak out of the hedgehogs and I'll save the egg yolk for the egg wash on top of them. I'll mix this together. I love stuffing my challah with a filling, either savory or sweet. So I have some ground pecans here, and I'm gonna add a cup and a half of them, and it'll make kind of like a pasty situation. And this will make it easier to scoop into the bellies of the hedgehogs. Pecans, I feel like, are an underrated nut too. So I'm gonna give these some love. This is gonna be so tasty inside of my hedgehogs. I cannot wait to fill them once my dough is ready. My challah dough is looking puffy and good, and now I'm ready to stuff the bellies of my hedgehogs. I'll dust my surface with some flour so that it doesn't stick, 
and then I'll dump the dough out and divide it into 14 equal pieces. I'm gonna have 14 new friends. Ah, this dough is so soft. All right, I'm gonna grab my bench scraper and I'll divide it in half and then I'll divide each half into seven pieces. Now I'll just roll these into balls, which will help them flatten into a circle once I roll them out. And I'll place about a tablespoon of my pecan filling into the center and then pinch the edges to seal them shut. And I'll place them seam side down back onto my surface. And then these will rise for another 30 minutes. And now I'll flatten and fill the rest of these little guys. Time to bring these hedgehogs to life. I'll brush them with an egg wash, which will make them nice and shiny. And now I'll snip their little ears slightly off center. And I don't wanna go all the way down to the filling. So only about a quarter inch ears. And at this point, they could be cats, they could be bunnies, but hedgehogs are the silliest. And now I'm gonna give them eyes with black sesame seeds and my tweezers will come in handy for this. Now I'm only working a few of these at a time to allow the egg wash to stay moist while I'm adding the eyes. If I brush too many with egg wash, the egg wash might dry and then the eyes won't stick. They're adorable. I think my mom's gonna freak out when she sees these. They're starting to look like hedgehogs. I'm gonna bake these now at 375 for about 20 minutes until they're golden brown, and then we'll get their quills. <laughs> these are beautiful and golden, and their little ears have perked up. I'm gonna let these cool, and then I'll decorate them with my mom. For a comforting dinner with my mom tonight, I am making my creamy chicken paprikash. It's just chicken in a great paprika sauce. So I have two onions sliced here that I'm gonna soften in some butter. Onions and butter, AKA the best smell on earth. I'll add a good pinch of salt. This will help them get soft and translucent. And I'll cook these for about seven to 10 minutes and just let those smells run through the house. My mom's side of the family is Hungarian and I've always felt this connection to Hungarian cuisine. So this is my version of a traditional Hungarian paprikash. While the onions are cooking, I'll chop up four cloves of garlic. Then I'll add it to the pan with my onions. I'll stir this and let it saute for another minute or two, and then I'm gonna get my spices. The star of the show here is sweet paprika. It's gonna add great sweet peppery flavor and a beautiful burnt orange color. I'm using a lot of it, two tablespoons. And I'm gonna stir it around with the onions and let it toast before I add the rest of my ingredients. And this is gonna bring out even more sweet peppery flavor. And now I'm gonna add a little bit of cayenne just for some heat. Not too much. Still wanna be able to taste the dish. Mm-hmm. It's looking and smelling delicious. I'm stirring around the onions to get them evenly coated in the paprika. And I'm gonna let them toast here and that's gonna bring out their flavors. Yum. Next, I'm gonna make a roux which will thicken my sauce. And all that is, is butter and flour. I'll stir this around and cook it for about a minute. That'll help cook out some of that floury flavor. Now I'm gonna add some low sodium chicken stock. And I'm gonna add it gradually, all while stirring. And then that's gonna start to thicken from my roux and create that sauce. 
I'm so excited for my mom to get here. We used to cook all the time in the kitchen and I learned a passion for cooking from her. And it's because of her that I never looked at cooking or baking as a chore. It was always looked at as this fun, awesome thing to show people you love them and to nourish yourself and to just have a great time at the end of every day. It's starting to thicken up and it's already taking on that beautiful burnt orange paprika color. And I'm adding my stock a little at a time to allow it to thicken evenly. I'm gonna add a pinch of sugar that kind of rounds out the sweetness of the paprika and the onions. And next I'll stir in my chicken. These are boneless, skinless chicken thighs that are chopped into bite-sized pieces. They'll cook up quickly and it'll make this pepper crash one that you can eat with a spoon. I like chicken thighs because they're hard to overcook and they're very moist and rich. So I'll add these directly to my sauce and the sauce is gonna cook the chicken thighs. And now I'll let it cook for about 15 minutes, stirring occasionally to cook it evenly until the chicken is cooked through and no longer pink. This smells so good. The color has deepened, the flavors have gotten better over time. And now I'm gonna make it even creamier by adding a touch of heavy cream. Just a little bit is all I need to make it rich and creamy and perfect. And I'm adding the cream at the end so that the sauce doesn't break. And as rich and creamy as this sauce is, it's still important to add acidity. I have some white wine vinegar here. I'm drizzling in just a touch of it. This sauce is so flavorful. It's gonna go with anything that's gonna soak it right up. All of these flavors are gonna come right together like BFFs. Mm, I wanna taste it. Okay, might need to add more salt and pepper. Mm. It's creamy, it's sweet. It has a little bit of a kick. It's delicious. I'm just gonna add another pinch of salt and more pepper. And now this is ready to go. I'm making my mom some spetzel to go with our chicken paprikash. Spetzel are chewy little egg dumplings that are gonna be perfect for soaking up all of that saucy goodness. To start my dumpling batter, I'll grab one and a half cups of flour and I'll add a quarter teaspoon of nutmeg, which will lend a homey cozy flavor. These are such simple dumplings, but this nutmeg is such a nice touch. I'll season with salt and pepper and I'll whisk to combine. For my wet ingredients, I'll beat up two eggs, half a cup of whole milk. I'll whisk these to combine, and then I'll pour it into my dry ingredients. And I'll mix this and it'll form a very thick batter. The batter is super sticky and thick, but I'm gonna refrigerate it for about half an hour, and then I'll allow the glutens in this to relax, and then that'll make it easier to form the dumplings. My spetzel dough is chilled and now it's ready to cook. I'll take a spoonful of the batter and it's pretty thick and I'm gonna hold it over my pot of salted boiling water and the steam that's coming from it is actually gonna help soften that batter and let that come through the holes. And now I'm just gonna press it through. <gasps> They're starting to drip. And the batter is gonna drop directly into the boiling water and it's gonna start to cook immediately. These cook really quickly. They only take about two to three minutes to cook and they'll float to the top when they're ready. Sometimes huge pieces of batter go overboard over the side of the slotted spoon and create massive pieces of spetzel. Those are my favorite ones. I'm gonna transfer them to a strainer that's sitting over a bowl to catch any excess water. 
I'm also getting kind of a facial right now with the steam. The spratzel are boiled, and now I'm gonna add more flavor by sauteing them in butter. That's such a nice, crisp sound. I'm only gonna stir it occasionally because that browning process takes some time. So I'll let it cook on this side, get brown, toss it, let it cook some more. I'm gonna season it with salt and pepper. And then I've gotta make sure it's okay for my mom. So I'm just gonna give it a few tastes. Oh yeah. Mmm. They're chewy and buttery and delicious. They are going to be perfect with my paprikash. For a side for my chicken paprikash, I am sauteing up some zucchini and making it extra tasty with some walnut mint pesto. I'm slicing the zucchini into half inch thick coins, which is on the thicker side, but they'll get thinner as they cook. I have a layer of olive oil going in my pan, and now I'm gonna brown my zucchini slices in batches because I don't wanna crowd the pan. And it's important not to soft the zucchini until they're done cooking, otherwise they won't get that gorgeous brown color. And while this sautés, I'll make my walnut mint pesto. I have toasted walnuts, olive oil, red wine vinegar, Parmesan, fresh mint and basil, crushed red pepper, salt, and black pepper. This pesto is gonna add so much tastiness to the dish. I love walnuts in my pesto. They're really hearty and meaty. And it's normally pine nuts, but I love walnuts and zucchini. They're a great match. Some good olive oil will help thin it out and make it extra rich. And a hit of red wine vinegar is gonna add that perfect touch of acidity to balance out my flavors. And next, you gotta have Parmesan cheese and pesto. It has that nice salty bite. Yum. And now fresh mint and fresh basil are just gonna add a wonderful freshness to this pesto. Now I'm adding a hit of heat with some crushed red pepper and I'll season it with some salt and pepper. Okay. And now I'm gonna pulse this until it's combined. I want there to be some bigger bits left in it to add texture to my dish. I have to taste this, it smells so good. Mm, mm. The herbs make it super fresh and it's so nutty and cheesy from the Parmesan. I'm gonna check on my zucchini. This is exactly what I'm looking for. It's evenly golden brown. And now I'll flip them and let them get browned on the other side, just like that. Looks great. Beautiful. The zucchini is looking good. I'll grab my serving plate, plop these on. And now I'm really gonna make it sing with my pesto. I'll add some of the pesto to the top of the zucchini and then saving the rest of the pesto to serve on the side. And to make it look extra nice for my mom, I'm gonna shave some Parmesan on top. I'll add a little more color and heat with some crushed red pepper. And to finish it off, I'll add a few little leaves of fresh basil and mint. Okay, and my mom is gonna love this. Once my mom arrives, we're gonna decorate all of these cute little Hala hedgehogs. Look at that little face. Then sit down for a dinner of all of her favorites. Welcome! Oh, hi, little mama. <laughs> that's me. We're supposed to hug the lot. Okay. Okay, that's good. Okay, that's okay. good. <laughs> Let's go and Let's cook. go cook. Sounds good. Okay, Ma, this is the best part. We are turning our pecan holler rolls 
into hedgehogs. So to decorate our hedgehogs, I'll add a nice big circle of glaze on top. And this is just powdered sugar and milk glaze. Okay. And now I'm gonna start at the back and they can kind of stick up to give it some dimension. And then you have to overlap them so that they start to spike up. It's so nice the way they stick. I mean, this is really easy to do. Yeah, it's a you really know, sticky glaze. It's really yeah, fun. It's important to get the glaze nice and thick with a lot of powdered sugar. Okay. That'll help it stay. I love doing this. And again, it's something I can do. How did you come up with this? Okay, well, they started off as sprinkle patches on top of their heads. They were like sprinkly yamakas. Mm -hmm. um, and then because there's nuts in the middle, I wanted anybody eating them to know that there were nuts in it. So I put some almonds on top, mm -hmm. but then they just kind of became the hedgehog shape. I think we should name them. Okay. Well, they're all wearing yamakas, so. <laughs> so moisture. Right there. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Hedgehog. Hello. <laughs> These are so adorable. Look at that little face. We're gonna bite their little heads off. <laughs> These look amazing. Yay! They look delicious. What do we have here? This is spretzel with chicken paprikash, and then the zucchini has been sauteed, and it's topped with a walnut mint pesto. The combination of the basil <laughs> and the mint is it's good, sublime. right? The spretzel is like so fun to eat, mm. right? This guy's great. Oh my god, thank you. Great feel. Yeah. You knocked it out of the park. Did anyone save room for dessert? No. <laughs> well, you better make some room fast. These hedgehogs are coming in hot. That's crazy. It's a pecan hala hedgehog. Look at this. Mmm. I thought it was just a, a roll, but I bite in and... There's a surprise. Yes, this is so fun. <laughs> this guy's looking at me weird. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs>